Hi everyone, this is Crystal B. Thanks for tuning in to Crystal B Talks. I like to emphasize that life is about living in a STEM world, which consists of science, technology, engineering, and math. And today I have my friend with me. She's an engineer and entrepreneur. And as we talk today, you will get to see how STEM plays a big role in her accomplishments. So let's welcome Tia Bowden. Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for being here today. No problem. So Tia, can you tell the viewers a little bit more about yourself and what you do? So a little bit about me. I'm 27 years old, uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised in Decatur, household of four. Uh, I have two sisters, one older, one younger. Uh, I always kind of had a knack for entrepreneurship and engineering. When I was younger, my mom, she bought me a plane set and uh, I built the entire thing with no instructions. So from that moment, she knew I was going to do something innovative. Uh, something with aerospace, something with engineering. She started putting me in STEM camps and STEM programs um, at universities around our schools and whatnot, just to kind of get me exposed. And I decided to go to school, major in engineering, and just take things a little bit farther. Um, it was a little indifferent because being in the STEM field, you don't have much representation being African-American and woman. Mm -hmm. So I kind of knew there were going to be some things to trailblaze and some hurdles, but I just had a whole lot of ambition towards it and wanted mm -hmm. to see how far it could go. So. That's a little bit about me. Yeah, I love it. So STEM was all around you growing up, yes, to be honest. quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. I love it. So what made you, like, what was a spark that you wanted to major in the Pacific Engineering degree that you majored in? So electrical engineering, I went to a camp at Georgia Tech, and they kind of had us specialize into different areas. So we did a little bit of mechanical, a little bit of architecture, a little bit of electrical. And when we got to the electrical portion, we did um, welding. And when we did it, um, the guy said I just had a natural knack for it. He said that I completed like a whole logic board without him giving the instructions. He said, yeah, this just works for you. And I just started to dive further into it. And I said, I guess I might as well major in electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know how much computers were involved with it as well. When I got to college, the computer science students were always telling us, oh, electrical is just like computer with more math. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I yeah. realized as I got mm -hmm. to my higher level classes, there's a lot of computing in electrical engineering, and I like computers and technology, so it just clicked. It just clicked. I love to hear it. So in your everyday life, you kind of still, even though you was a former engineer, yes. <laughs> but you still incorporate a lot of STEM stuff in your everyday Quite life, a bit. like in technology, and then like even engineering your way to think different, too. Yes. So can you explain like how do you utilize your platform? So one thing I've noticed about engineers as a whole Engineers are natural problem solvers. It's like okay. our brain just channels to do things in a way that's methodical to get things done. And um, right now in entrepreneurship, the biggest transition uh, for me was learning how to structure my days and schedule out my hours because I hate feeling counterproductive or like I'm not getting anything done. So every night before I go to bed, um, I have a calendar where I lay out every single hour of the next day what I'm going to do, what I'm going to get done. Mm -hmm. And my parents came to my house. They're like, what are all these whiteboards and post-it notes? I said, oh, this is how I plan my days. They say, you have such a process mind. And I'm like, it had to be from the engineering. But you get so used to having things on schedule that you don't want your life like disorderly or anything away from it. Mm -hmm. So I definitely still apply the engineering concepts to my daily life as an entrepreneur. Got you. Um, and what would you tell your 21 or 22-year-old self? Wow. Mm -hmm. A couple of things I would tell my 21 and 2 year old self. The first one would be to uh, give yourself grace. I've kind of always been really hard on myself about progression 
getting things done and so focused on completion that I haven't always focused on the journey. And I realized the entrepreneurship that the journey really is the prize. Like mm -hmm. you'll get to the finish line and you'll notice that the race is where you really endure. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to like tell myself, yes, you're going to be great. Yes, you're going to get the degree. Yes, you'll get the job. But when you look back on it, the people you met, the experiences you had, that's what really makes the experience. Mm -hmm. So give yourself grace yeah. and don't rush it. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I think as engineers, we expect to be like perfectionists. <laughs> yeah. But then as like we get older and then like we just experience more about life, it's like it's more to it. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yes, yes. So where do you see yourself five years from now? Wow. You know, mm -hmm. if you would ask me that five years ago, my answer would have been totally different. <laughs> right now, I, I, we're really in a generation where there's no limit on anything you can do. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got people getting wealthy off of making videos on a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there's no limit to what we can be capable of. My goal uh, is to become an angel investor for black businesses just mm -hmm. to help get them off the ground and see them catapult to where they want to be. I don't ever want anybody's strain from their business reaching its height being money or opportunity like mm -hmm. i want to see doors open for our people to actually take things as far as they want to be and not be held back um so that's one of my biggest goals in the next five years uh, i plan to begin a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. uh, i want to incorporate some more stem programs uh, here in st louis because we had quite a bit in atlanta because we had georgia tech mm -hmm. and i kind of want to see more of those around here um, I hear a lot of things about the youth and whatnot, and I just like them to have those type of channels and avenues mm -hmm. just to see what they can possibly do. Uh, I had a conversation with my dad on a trip. Uh, he was saying these generation of like, young people, they have so much more ambition for what they want to do because they see more. So I'm like, if we can show more entrepreneurs, show more engineers, show more physicists and doctors in the community, people will say, okay, instead of just being this or that, maybe I want to do something different because now I've seen it. So hopefully having that type of imprint in the city as well. I'm looking forward to that. Really? You yes. gonna come? Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have you guess I'm gonna come. <laughs> Now, also as engineers ourselves, we naturally creators. So, yes. and like we have a lot of creativity. So what point in your life that she was like, I wanna try something different? So I, I've always kind of been a free thinker. Um, my mom, she told me this story a couple of weeks ago. She said that when I was in elementary school, uh, I had A's on all of my assignments and I had D's in story time. And she kind of went to my teacher. She said, why is my child failing story time? She said, well, your daughter likes to stack blocks and count the marbles and move the rocks. But when it's time to sit still, she just doesn't want to do it. And my mom said she kind of knew at that point mm -hmm. that I was going to do something different. So as I got into college, um, as I got into the real world, I've always kind of uh, taken every opportunity that came like, OK, this is not happening accidentally. Um, I don't think anything happens haphazardly and everything has some sort of meeting so every time I meet people every encounter I'm like how can I assist them or how can I make this better how can I apply this to my life or why did God give me this experience or where does he want to see me take it so it kind of kept my mind free and just open to what possibility is available to me. I love that I, I appreciate that. you <laughs> I love that so in your daily life going back to your daily life sure. and you know how we utilize science technology every engineering day. and math every day and it's all around us um you wake up every day, you use social media, oh. yeah, technology. <laughs> and can you elaborate like more how you, you utilize that? So I will say social media is like the king of innovation right now. And engineers, really, we have a knack because we're good at technology and we're good at thinking about what's going to be the next big thing or what's going to be the next solution. We're always 
finding a way to make things simpler and to work harder. I mean, smarter, not harder. So I think when it comes to social media, it's the king of smarter, not harder. It's like, how can I make things quicker? How can I make things more interesting? How can I make things intriguing? So having that engineering mentality and applying it to social media, it helps me find ways to catch people's attention, engage them as quick as possible, but still give something that's valuable and they can take from and learn on as well. I love that. It really ties in very, very well. I love that. I love that. Awesome. Awesome. So I know there are different areas of entrepreneurship and different areas of engineering. How would you say both coincide? So engineering and entrepreneurship, they actually cross a lot of general circles together. I would say probably the top three are in logic, processing, and innovation, right? Logic, the education behind it, processing the steps to getting things done, and then innovation, just having the mind of what's forthcoming and what's brand new. Uh, right now, we have an academy that teaches people how to invest. So cryptocurrency options, these are things that are a little bit new to this generation. So it applies that innovation side of things. But these are also things you can't just jump into. You would need some sort of plan and processing when attacking the markets or understanding what you're looking at and what's happening current day. Um, we have an e-commerce academy as well. You know, drop shipping is something that's fairly new as well. Uh, innovation on that end. And we're kind of taking brick and mortar to click and order and showing people basically how to buy things online. Amazon instant purchasing is only getting faster, but everything requires that process as well. Uh, one of our most popular academies is the Social Media Academy. Social media is making people money. It's exciting. It's giving people leads, engagement, and showing them how to build traction online. But again, that's a process in itself. You can't go about it blindsidedly. You require that logic, the mm -hmm. process, and the innovation to take the next level. So I think the two really two go, go together. Mm -hmm. The engineer mindset. For sure. <laughs> so how would your understanding of computing and algorithms help you achieve as people call you the queen of STEM? You know, streams. I was, queen of streams. I'll take both. I'll take both. I, li I like the queen of streams and I like the queen of STEM because you almost cannot have one without the other. As I see things get more progressive with uh, AI, and programmable technology, and I look at the algorithms that we use back in school, I'm like, all of this really does go together. When I look at ChatGPT being programmed with robots and logic controllers, just like electrical engineering would, I'm like, it almost has a perfect blend for what the next engineer or entrepreneur will be putting together. Mm, I love it, Tia. I appreciate it. <laughs> so this is a trick question. Oh. Um, it's not really a trick question, but I just wanna know, cause I'm like, a I like design, I like fashion, and I like all of that, you know. So as homeowners, to like consider yourself as a homeowner or a kind of, you have a condominium, how would you decorate it or what would you do to make your home appealing as an engineer? Wow, appealing to anyone? Yeah, just appealing to anyone. So one thing I like in my home, uh, I'm very big on words, I'm very big on affirmations, I'm very big on what you see is what you'll believe. So I know that a lot of people have goals and dreams that they don't really know that they can accomplish just yet. So when it comes to the place I live, I want to wake up every day and see something that's going to inspire me to keep going. Like see myself on a big jet, see myself in the mansion, 12 car garage. I would even Photoshop a picture of myself where I want to be, blow it up and put it on my fridge so that every day I'm like, that's where I plan to see myself. Because I know if I keep seeing it, if I keep speaking it, if I keep talking about it, writing about it. Mm -hmm. Now I can start to live in it, walk in it, and auto-suggestion will show me that this is what's happening for me as well. So that's how my decoration would look inside the house, more house. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now we're going to jump back to engineering sure. too. So um, you have previously worked for NASA. Yes, correct. Yes. 
So what was the coolest thing um, that you saw at NASA? The coolest thing. So I started at NASA at the plant in New Orleans. It's called Michoud Assembly Facility. And we were working on the SLS, Space Launch Shuttle. Um, it took off to Mars in 2019. It's so cool, like, yeah. seeing the rocket you worked on take off to Mars. But I think the coolest thing, uh, about four months into working at NASA, they transferred me over to third shift because we were a little behind on production. Mm -hmm. And we needed uh, more electrical and manufacturing engineers to help with parts installation um and quality you know mm -hmm. quality is always yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um i got to spend nights inside of the rocket like going over parts making sure they were installed in the right place um writing up reports drafting i even a co-worker has a picture of me sleeping inside of the rocket <laughs> because we were spending nights inside of it and i would tell my family you know i was just in the rocket last night they said wait you were in a rocket last night <laughs> and i'm like that's pretty yes, cool yeah we were installing parts so and that, it kind of goes back to the whole journey being the prize thing. Because even when I look now, we got things completed and the rocket launched off. My great experience was sleeping in the rocket. So I love that. it was yeah. just cool to be inside of like what was the greatest innovation of the last couple of years. Uh, I love that. Okay. And while you was writing reports and using your engineering mind, yeah. you had to continuously like was inspired and think about like what was going on around you, what yes. was going on in the like, rocket, obviously. Oh. So... From NASA, what was your next point? Like, what was your next journey? So I, I, I think of NASA as kind of like, not to be cliche, but kind of like a launching pad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it really, okay. it expanded my mind to such a high degree. It showed me that, like, there is no limit to what's happening on Earth because we have people walking on the moon. So mm -hmm. it really just opened my mind to see anything you really want to do is more than possible. And that's what kind of catapulted me into wanting to create these new programs because there's a young lady right now, five years old, not knowing what she's capable of. She could meet, you know, a NASA engineer and say, wow, that's something I want to do. So I want to create those spaces for people as well. Ah, I love it. I love it. Thank you. Awesome. So is there any other topic you want to discuss today? Topic I want to talk about. Um, I'm really big on the journey. One oh, thing, like, you know, I've really noticed is that people just, they can relate to your progression more than your perfection. So mm -hmm. I do my best not to seem like I live a perfect life or that I have it all together, yeah. but I really try to tell the truth about what I've been through, what I've overcome and what it took. You know, some people, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. It's not simple, but every single day it's worth it. You know, a hundred percent. So I love it. What made you think that way, to be honest? I have a lot of faith-based principles just growing up in the church. My parents always instilled in me, believe in yourself. Don't doubt, you know, you have the faith of God inside of you. Don't believe in you, but believe in the God in you. And that's kind of one of the things that just carried me because it's easy to say, oh, I believe in God. I have faith when things are easy. But when it gets hard, it's yeah. like, God, <laughs> Where he I know you up there somewhere. <laughs> Please help me. And some, even some of those nights in the rocket when I couldn't mm -hmm. figure out what belonged where, we're missing parts, and they're calling on my name, looking for it. I'm like, mm -hmm. God, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it just showed me that once you have him at the forefront, even if you don't know how it's going to find a way, he'll figure out a way mm -hmm. for you. So mm -hmm. that helped me quite a bit with the mental part of things. Mm -hmm. I kind of live my life like that, too. Yeah. Like, I always put God first, yes. you know. Because you never know. You, you know? never know. And he always, you know, I feel like he always puts you in good positions. I agree. You know, it's just how you utilize it. So, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to Crystal B Talks. Please be sure to tune in to next episode. And remember, STEM is a part of your everyday life, whether you drive in a car, whether you're walking outside, and whether you're taking your dog for a walk. So, bye, guys. Take care.